0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Bluewire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: For 18 years, I've truly been blessed to be a pacer and a Hoosier.
2: You're listening to Setting the Pace, your go-to Pacers podcast, with Alex Golden and Michael Fachi. McConnell pushing again, gets underneath, finds
0: Sabonis for the dunk and the goal. Karis LeVert, people don't realize how good he really is. LeVert, skies high for the champ. Brogdon for three. Boom, baby! Oh, yeah. Duarte for three. Big time shot! Warren lets it fly.
2: Yes! T.J. Warren is
0: not human! What's
3: up, everybody? Uh, This is Dwayne Washington Jr., and you're listening to Setting the Pace. Ladies
4: and gentlemen of Setting the Pace, the boys are back. I am Mike Fauci, and I am joined by Alex Holden. Alex, what is happening today?
1: Well, Fauci, I have to admit, I did get another raspberry lemonade Mountain Dew. I felt like Danny Granger hitting that three over the Suns with a game-winner. That's how good it felt to have one of those. My only one of the week so far. But you got to spoil yourself a little bit here and there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty
4: well, Fachi. How are you, man? Hey, got to treat yourself. I, I definitely respect that. I am doing great. We have an action-packed episode today. We're going to be speaking with Dwayne Washington Jr. And then also a, a few other things to unpack, one of which is the recent Malcolm Brogdon podcast with Woj. Alex, what were your thoughts on that? Always nice to see a pacer getting some shine from uh, the bigger media.
1: Yeah, so I think the reason Brogdon was really on this was to promote his – what was it again that he was promoting, Fachi? I already forgot. He's got a
4: a great foundation for uh, providing clean water. That's right. uh, In Africa, right? I believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I I saw plenty of Instagram posts of him overseas in Africa. I mean, Brogdon really is a great human being overall. I mean, I don't care how you feel about him as a player – But I think his giving back is just so fantastic. But he's also one of the vice presidents of the Players Association. And with Chris Paul stepping down, C.J. McCollum being elected president, I think Woj wanted to have him on and kind of pick his brain on some things on that. But it was just good to hear from the president. Finally, we haven't heard from him pretty much all offseason. So great to hear from him and hear his thoughts on the hiring of Rick Carlisle.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's always, always great to hear from, you know, not only Brogden but just, like, players in the offseason. You know, you always want to know, like, what's going on, what's, like, the vibe of the team right now. And I thought that Brogdon did a really good job of basically saying, hey, he's been in contact with Rick Carlisle every single week, and they've, it sounds like they have a great relationship going on right now. But what I really loved most, Alex, is that he said that the guys all agreed to come back two weeks early to play some pickup. I think that is a great sign after how last season went.
1: No, it definitely is. I think it's a sign of maturation from this young core, a sign of, hey, I think they were going to do it last year is what he said, but they couldn't because of COVID. So I think with them being able to do it, get back, they've been off since May, so they've had some time to get that off-season groove in. But now they're going to be coming back two weeks early prior to training camp, really going to showcase what this team needs. And I think that's just... They need a gel, they need some chemistry, and they need to build a foundation. I think one of the best things he said was the first quote, though, that he had, and he said, I thought we got the best possible coach for us. The front office did a good job in the selection. He's a winner at the highest level, championship status. He knows what style of play he wants to play, and he knows how to get guys to play together. Everybody's kept saying, what did you say about Green? Read that comment, and you can exactly sum up what he thought about Bjorkren last season.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you could definitely find a little bit of uh, cracks in some of his statements as to what he really means. And another one I thought was, this is a broadened quote that I found very interesting. It was in relation to needing structure for this team. He said, teams that have too much structure play like robots. Mm-hmm. And I, and we heard how controlling Bjorken was last year. And then he also said teams that play too loose uh, tend to be, you know, a bit wild out there and reckless. And At the time, I mean, hey, the Pacers really weren't playing any defense. So he talked about finding that right balance of structure. And I feel like it was one of the major knocks on Bjorkman was that he tried to be too structured. And it really didn't work. The players kind of pulled in a different direction.
1: Yeah, I know. There's no doubt about it. There was a lot of great things that he said in this interview with Woj. I thought it was really cool how he mentioned he was a little bit bittersweet. Not being with the Bucs, seeing them win, but he also said that he has no regrets coming to Indy. Thought that he was, I mean, he was really happy for Giannis and Chris Middleton, said they worked work really hard. Just really some great things he said here. But I think one of the most telling things, and maybe why the Pacers felt like it was okay to run it back, and I know people hate that term, but run it back for the most part with this same Corey said, honestly, over the past two years, I haven't got a sense of what the team could look like. When Victor was here, he was out. Miles was injured when Karras came back. We've had injuries to our big-minute guys on this team, and it's happened at non-opportune times. It's really true. I hate to say it. It's kind of frustrating because you still feel like even with some of those guys out, this core could have done better things. But it's a good point. It's a good validation of, hey, let's at least give Carlisle a chance to see what he can do with this roster before they make a big move that could come back to bite them in the butt if they don't get the right pieces back.
4: That's true. The terms running it back and being a tough out are enough to make your ears bleed. We've heard enough of them. But at the same point, he's got a point, though. I mean, the point guard of our team can can tell you firsthand this team has not been able to play together fully. So they have not been able to reach their potential yet. So, you know, once again, we're going into this season just hoping for health. Brogdon's someone that I think that right now it sounds like everything is going great. He's healthy. I hope he can stay that way. I'm excited to have him come back as well as guys like TJ Warren, Miles Turner and everyone else that, that dealt with some type of injury last year. I feel like this Pacers team has something to prove. But one thing that I also thought was interesting was Brogdon agreed they needed leadership. And now there's ways to look into that that might be looking into it too much because Brogdon was, you know, initially kind of uh, appointed as the leader of this team, but I think he means more from a team standpoint. And I feel like Rick Carlisle from day one is going to get that respect from his players as, hey, I've won a championship in this league. I know what it takes. I promise you, you know, what I'm doing, there's logic behind it.
1: Yeah, I think Brogdon also labeled himself as the leader of this team in that interview. So it's, it's kind of funny. I know a lot of people are, back and forth on how they feel about Brogdon. I I feel like he's a good player, the best option. They could probably get a point guard. I really don't see where they can upgrade a point guard if they were to move him. I will say this, everything he said in this interview right here was very positive, very what we've seen from Brogdon in prior seasons. When the going gets tough, that's when we find out who the real Brogdon is and what he's all about. So right now, everything's great. Imagine if he butts heads with Rick Carlisle in the middle of the season or the team starts to struggle and he starts pointing fingers at Rick Carlisle, then we can have some questions. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm saying if he does, I think that'll be more telling of who Brogdon is than maybe some of the past coaches or stuff that he's said about the past coaches. But with that being said, I think Nate McMillan has openly said he learned a lot from his time in Indiana. He adjusted some of the things that he did and how he coached that Hawks team. Nate Bjorkman was just a pretty bad coach all the way around, not even a Brogdon thing. It was just the way he handled his staff, the way he handled people. Yeah, I mean, he just did not reflect. The reflections of what was said did not look good on him. So all in all, Fauci, I'm not sure exactly how much of this was true or him just shooting the breeze, but you can tell he seems a little bit excited to be back in India. He's been tweeting a little bit more. Wish Karis LaVert a happy birthday on Twitter. Said he's excited to get back. So I'm I'm hoping that we get a rejuvenated Brogdon that can be the guy we all hoped and thought he would be when we when we got him in that trade in free agency just a few years ago.
4: I think so. I mean, it sounded just overall just very positive. I think that uh, this team, like I mentioned before, they have something to prove. They know that they're playing with good talent. I feel like they saw Karius LeVert firsthand to know, hey, this is a guy who had just beaten cancer and then came on the court and then had a career year. So it's just like, hey, what can he do with a full year under his plate being on this team? What can a healthy T.J. Warren contribute to this team? So there's a lot to be excited about. But you know what I'm also excited about, Alex? Interviewing Dwayne Washington Jr. Are you ready?
1: (laughs) I'm ready. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to hear from Dwayne Washington Jr., as Fauci would say, himself, right
0: after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
4: All right, everybody, we are back and we are joined by a very special guest, the one and only Dwayne Washington Jr. Dwayne, what is happening today?
3: What's going on, guys? Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, Super excited.
4: Of course, we're we're excited to have you on, you know, on a a two-way deal. I mean, I thought that you played great in summer league, so... You got the whole fan base very excited, wanting to see more. But starting off, I, I thought we'd kick it off by, you know, taking a step into your past that Dwayne, I didn't realize basketball was in your blood like it is. I mean, your father played in the NBA and overseas, and your uncle is Derek Fisher. And what was it like growing up in such a basketball family?
3: Yeah, man. Um yeah, my 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 pops was pretty good and my uncle was pretty, pretty damn good himself. So um for me, just uh, I grew up, like, that's what I wanted to be. Like, I I wanted to be just like them. So, I, I mean, nothing was forced on me. I asked for everything that I received in a sense of, like, my dad working with me and stuff. Like, it wasn't forced. You know, I, my my mom told me I could uh, dribble a basketball in place before I could walk. So, I, I, you know, I, something just it was in me that just I loved it from, from the get-go. And to see those two. Uh, be my role models, you know, growing up, it was just, uh, it helped me a lot. And it was a blessing that, that I tried not to take for granted. And uh, I think I did a pretty good job. So
1: yeah, for sure you did. And I want to say this, this rookie class, there's a lot of good basketball players in this class. I think it's going to be special when we look back on it. And I know that you weren't drafted. The Pacers got you immediately after the draft was over. Can you talk about maybe some of the advantages of not being drafted in the second round and being able to pick your own team?
3: Yeah, uh, you know, everybody's process is different. Um, of course, everybody wants to get drafted and wants to have that special moment and stuff. But uh, like I said, everybody's process is different. And it's what you make of it. Um, for me, it was, a, it was a great situation. Just, uh, you know, I have some abilities that, that some teams are in need of. And, and the ability to shoot the ball is, is one that the Pacers need. And uh Pacers needed with me and, um You know, I I feel like I bring that at a really high level and uh can't wait to to get around the the pros, pros and um just get better every single day. Like I I mean I'm super, super excited to to just to just be able to learn every single day and um grow my game, like every single day. So
4: I thought you introduced yourself perfectly to Pacer Nation in the very first game of summer league, 23 points, eight and nine shooting. A perfect five for five from three. You mentioned shooting. It's always going to be important in this league. How much confidence did that first game give you?
3: Uh, you know, for me, just I went out there and uh, took what the defense gave me. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I have a really good um, knack for shooting the ball, and that's something I've been working on at a really high level for for a long time now. And um, for me, it just was, was another game. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could shoot like that. Uh, every single game, um, but obviously you know basketball is tough. Uh, shooting 50 percent from three is is great. 40 is good. So uh, for me, just just trying to shoot every shot the same and, and make every shot. That, that's that's basically the goal. Every shot I shoot, um, I have the mindset it's going in. And uh, that game, a lot of them went in. So um, you know it helped me for sure. But you know I, I approach every single game the same, and that's that's go kill and, and and go try to put the ball in the rim at the highest level and compete. Um, make winning plays so uh, for me just w- was, was an amazing opportunity uh, I didn't want to take it as fool's gold um, <laughs> some people it could get to their heads and stuff like that so for me just trying to stay positive uh, knowing I have a lot a lot of work to do and I'm not even close to to to, to my potential so i um, just super excited
1: yeah I want to talk a little bit about summer league playing with the Pacers this was your first summer league what was that experience like and a two-part question Who were some of the teammates you felt like you really connected with during summer league?
3: Yeah. So the summer league was great. Uh, It was the first summer league in pretty sure two years. So Mm -hmm. um, with COVID and everything. So guys were excited to get out there. Uh, You know, summer league is usually, um, you know, younger guys who, who are trying to uh, pave their way or, or guys who just got drafted and stuff like that. But as you guys can, uh, as you guys saw, there was just a bunch of different kind of guys, variations of, uh, older dudes who have played in the NBA before and who have been there at the highest level and they're trying to get their stint back in there. So uh, it was great competition. For me, it was just exciting to to go be able to put the Pacers jersey on. Um, obviously, it wasn't a real NBA game, but get the first, you know, jitters out of there just to say, hey, I got to put the, the uniform with the logo on it. So uh, for me, it was just exciting, uh, learning a lot, uh, learning from the coaches. Uh, our coaching staff was all, uh, they are all, all on the Pacers. So. Um, it was just great to, to have them there and learn from them as this, it's their first year here too. So uh, we're all learning together and we're all super excited. We all have a great mindset, a great approach. And I think uh, with those two things and, 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 and hard workers, uh, only the sky's the limit. So uh, super excited for, for us and this group.
4: You know, you mentioned 30% from three. It's all right. 40% is good. Well, Dwayne, you shot 48% from three in summer league, which is great. We know you can shoot, but what's maybe that part of your game that maybe we're sleeping on a little bit?
3: Yeah, so uh, I have the ability to make plays for others. Like if the ball's in my hands, uh, playing the one spot, running the bird, um, I have the ability to, to find others and create shots for others as well. Um, you know, I, I just haven't uh, been able to show that as much. Um, you know, being the, sh- the shooter that I am, uh, it's something that – that. Uh, this is more a focal point for me in my game than, than other aspects. Uh, there's other people who can play make and, and, and make plays and, um, you know, just, just have a different mindset going out there. Uh, usually when I step on the floor, it's, uh, ready to shoot. And, and as soon as you see some daylight, let it go and, uh, shoot it with confidence. So, um, but just, yeah, obviously having the ball in my hand, being the one, um, creating, uh, off the dribble, um, and getting to the rack as well. Uh, I think utilizing, uh, how, how well I can shoot the ball to to also get to the rack and uh, get get some more free throws is something that I've been working on. Uh, definitely have a valuable skill there as well, just being a three level scorer, not just a catch and shoot uh, shooter. Being a three level scorer, um, and then just being a great teammate. Man, I I love basketball. The, this is the best job in the world, and I'm super excited to have this opportunity. And the Pacers just blessing me with this, and um, I'm gonna make sure that they don't regret it. And, and we're gonna do some big things this year for sure. Yeah,
1: training camp is just around the corner. It's less than a month away, I believe, or right around a month. And it looks like, according to Brogdon, that some of the guys might be returning on September 13th to get a you know some pickup games in earlier before training camp starts. Are you going to be coming in early on the 13th to work out with those guys? And maybe what are some of your goals for this upcoming training camp?
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll get to Indy tomorrow. I'm going to be in Indy tomorrow, and I'm going to start uh, working out on Monday. Um, for me, just... I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan right now. I love being home. Got to uh, hang out with my mom and stuff. Uh, but for me, I'm just ready to, to, you know, get my foot in the door and, and, and knock it down. So um, I got a lot to prove. Um, nothing's guaranteed for me. So I got to go show uh, that 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 um, Dwayne Washington is, is here to stay. And um, I got to just go, go with my head down and um, gel with the guys. I can't wait to meet all the guys. Uh, super excited for for when everyone comes back. Um for me just you know being a good teammate, being a good locker room guy is, is important. Um it, it creates good energy. Any bad energy will, will, will bring a team down. Um so for me, just I'm excited to be there, uh get get used to my surroundings. Uh I got some buckets in Indy uh prior to prior to being here now. So uh, hopefully we can keep that going.
4: Mm-hmm. Um
3: and uh pretty sure we will. So now just put my head down, getting to work, super excited.
4: And when you mentioned about having a lot to prove, Dwayne, I'm telling you, I know you could play the one you could play the two. That third point guard spot, it is up for grabs right now. And everything Alex and I have read said the Pacers are looking internally to fill that spot. Now, we had Kiefer Sykes on our show the other day. I mean, what's the the training camp mentality going to be like when you come in there? Because everybody wants that spot. But, hey, like you said, you're a great team guy. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about just – coming out
3: there and putting your best foot forward? Yeah. uh, Yeah, man, like I said, everybody's process is different, man. You know, I I, I love waking up every day and um, being able to just just wake up every day and and know I got a roof over my head and I get to play basketball for a living. I get to eat well. Uh, My family's healthy. Um, You know, I'm still in contact with everybody. So for me, it's just getting better every day, like attacking the day, understanding it's all a process. Um, but I'm but I wanna I'm gonna go take what's mine and I and I feel like I deserve uh all that's that, that that that's in front of me. So um I'm just gonna go earn it, um, go give it my all and 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 leave it at that. And uh I'm excited to, to go put on for, for Grand Rapids, Michigan and my hometown and, and and the Washington family and just the Pacers in general. So super, super excited.
1: Yeah, we're all excited to see what you can bring to the table. We saw a little bit of a sample size in summer league, but I have to ask. In terms of who you uh, modeled your game after, is there a player that you looked up to that you said I want to play like them when I get to that level, or or is it just this is who you were? This is the thing you fell in love with in terms of your skill set.
3: Yeah, so uh, you know I I wouldn't be a a, a smart basketball player if I didn't watch and learn from the guys ahead of me, and um, you know I wouldn't be as good as I am now if I if I uh, didn't watch them. Stephen Curry was was my favorite player growing up. Uh, I love watching him just uh, find his niche and, and become a, a superstar, and, and now he's a Hall, Hall of Famer to be. And uh, just love watching him grow up. So uh, definitely would say um, he he would be my favorite player growing up watching him. But you know, watching everybody, learning from 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 guys left and right, watching as many NBA games as you can, just trying to see what guys are doing and 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 their moves and their styles and their techniques and. Uh, just putting it all into my game. Uh, one thing that I I grew up uh, having a, a problem with was comparing myself to others and just just wondering why I didn't get this and why I didn't get that. Um, and it and it built me to to who I am today. Uh, just just it, it not, gave me nothing but work, work, work. That's the answer to everything. Put your head down, get better, and the results going gonna show eventually. So when when your know, time comes, so for me, I'm just super excited to to, to go wear some some pacer gear, uh, be on the NBA court and and just and get better. Uh, continue my process, continue my journey because I'm going to have one hell of a story at the end of this. And I'm uh, super, super excited to start it.
4: I'm excited to see that story unfold. One uh, cool fact that I saw was, I believe it was your senior year, uh, you transferred over to Sierra Canyon. I believe that's where LeBron James' son is playing currently. But you play with some notable players, Kenyon Martin Jr., Scottie Pippen Jr., and then none other than Cassius Stanley. What was it like to suit up with Cassius again this time in summer league.
3: Yeah, it was super super cool, man. Uh, you know, we always talked about it and dreamed about it, and you know, we got one one guy left who who was on that championship team my senior year, um, who, who, who's who's on his way here right now, and that's uh, Scottie Pippen Jr. And um, you know, KJ's already been here; he's doing great. Uh, Cassius, you know, he he's um, venturing off and um, gonna gonna get picked up and do great things wherever he goes um super excited for him and yeah man it was a blast just being in Vegas together uh you know we had a lot of memories back in high school so uh just to be you know quote unquote meeting at the top is is a great feeling but also um you know for me 100 it's not good enough uh just got to keep getting better man uh, my goals and my aspirations are are way 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 past uh the sky so um just this isn't this isn't near the top of the pedestal for me so I told him just got to keep going, man. And we're going to keep grinding together until we get there. So uh super excited for him and what's next for him.
1: Absolutely. So Dwayne, we'd like to get to know players that we bring on a little bit better. I'm curious, what are some things you like to do off the court? Maybe some hobbies or interests or just like pregame meals, movies, that kind of thing. Just give us a little behind the scenes of who Dwayne Washington is.
3: Yeah, so uh my time in columbus um i didn't do this as much as i really wanted to so i got to i got to i got to go back to columbus every now and then or ohio in general but i love to fish like i love like largemouth bass fishing smallmouth bass uh crappie bluegill um i love getting on the water just just it's peaceful it's very very peaceful i i, I did a lot growing up with my dad and my grandfather um in in arkansas so uh for me just I love it. I, I really started loving it once I, uh, in high school, man, I used to go out there all the time and I uh, got pictures, got videos of me catching some, some hogs. So it's, it's been fun. Uh, I know that there's some, some, some really big bass out there. So that's number one. I love fishing. Um, another hobby of mine, I love music. Uh, that's like music, music keeps me going, man. It's It's got me through a lot and it's, it's, uh, helped me through a lot of things. So, I love listening to music, uh, rap, uh, R&B, soul, hip hop. Uh, got a couple of country songs in there. I-, I throw in there shuffle maybe one time. Um, love food. Um, been eating healthier re- in more recent times. Got to got to treat my body like a temple. So making sure everything going in is 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 great grade A one. Um, but other than that, I love food. So. Got to figure out the food spots in Indy, a couple here and there, maybe get a cheap day here and there. So uh, that's about it, man. Um, favorite movie, Space Jam. The original, um, right? The original, yeah. It can yeah. be, too. Yeah. If it's two, I'm worried. on nah, of that nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> The original, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I have a puppy. His name is Draco. It's a Cane K- uh, Corso puppy. He's seven months Awesome. He's going to be, he's a hundred pounds. So he's getting oh, big. Wow! <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i am excited to see how big he'll get. So mm-hmm. um, that's about it.
4: Hey, no, I mean, it sounds like you got a lot of cool stuff going on. I know Kiefer kept it pretty short and basically said uh, he loves some yoga and reading. I don't know if there's going to yeah. be any yoga sessions going on with the team. I know Miles Turner's really into that, but um, I have a question for you. You're a Michigan man. However, yes, sir. how torn were you between the whole Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State rivalry when you chose the Buckeyes?
3: Uh, For me, uh, you know, I I grew up in a place where Grand Rapids, Michigan had Michigan State fans and they also had Michigan fans. So, uh, you know, my family wasn't necessarily diehard one or the other. Uh, They just rooted for them when they were playing against other schools. Uh, So for me, the decision wasn't in-house. It wasn't terrible. But uh, definitely, definitely to the public, it was a lot of scrutiny and just a lot of stuff that they didn't know behind the scenes and, um, of why the decision was made. Uh, but luckily got to, went to the good side <laughs> and uh, got over there and, and did what we had to do and uh, handle some business. And uh, here we are, man, super, super excited and uh, happy the way things played out. And one of the best decisions I ever made was was to attend the Ohio State University, so.
1: Yeah, Chris Holtman, great coach. Uh I know he's a former butler coach here in Indiana, so very familiar with him.
3: Love and, him to uh, death.
1: Yeah. If you want, can you talk a little bit about your relationship with Chris Holtman?
3: Yeah. Uh just just we continue to grow uh, every single day. Um like like unconditional love is is real. And the way he shows it was 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 what was what I needed. And um, you know, he just helped me become uh, the man and, and the player that I am he just he just was there for me when i when I needed him the most and um he challenged me and you know I love a challenge so uh you know i I respect him and and will always um be in favor for him for sure so uh super super excited to see what the group is gonna do this year uh you know i I'm hoping they can go get them a little a little ten championship. uh we talked about it and and uh you know i'm super excited for them they got some some, a great class coming in and uh great returning guys so super super excited going to definitely be watching all year long
4: so one player that i'd love to learn a little bit more about that you got to play with in summer league chris duarte the pacers first round pick 13th overall this year what can you tell us about duarte and his game
3: uh chris is a very very um polished player like he like he like he's really good at what he does. Um, you know that's the first thing I noticed is you know obviously everybody knew him coming out of uh, Oregon and he had a great year, uh, got some great awards, um, and had a uh, had a hell of a year. So he um you know he got drafted 13th and you know the eyes were on him and I think he definitely performed. I think that was you know the goal of uh, the summer league was for him for for him to show people like hey like this is I, I'm here for a reason and you know this wasn't this wasn't an, a, a bad choice, quote unquote, per se. So um, I'm super happy that that, that, I'm, that I'm his teammate, man. I mean, he's three years older than me, four years older than me. So uh, I get to learn a lot from him just as a human. You know, he's been here longer than I have. Uh, um, just just learning about him and uh, where he's from also. And I uh, love the fact that he used to play baseball. He was nice. So I, I, I told him that I could hit a home run off of him. And he, he, <laughs> we were joking back and forth and, uh, so we, we got a good relationship. I'm excited to to challenge him, and he'll challenge me right back. Um, that's that's the only way we're gonna get better, and iron sharpens iron. So um, I'm gonna give him my best shot, just as he's gonna give me mine, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do big things. So
1: absolutely, well, Dwayne, we want to thank you so much for your time. I think you've been a fantastic interview. I'm excited to see your journey here with the Indiana Pacers. Since you are signed to that two way contract, we at least know we'll get to see you some with the G League if you don't make the 15 man roster but wishing you nothing but the best do you have anything you want to plug before we let you go
3: uh just wanted to say appreciate for um you know the, the opportunity to get, be on the show and uh just just uh, ask me some questions and have Pace Nation get to know me a little bit more uh super excited to suit up um number 4 jersey uh just you know in the state of basketball so um, there we go excited to excited to get things rolling.
4: Hey, Dwayne, keep shooting the leather off that basketball and good things are going to happen. We're rooting for you. Thank you guys. Have a great one.
5: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app.
1: All right, Fachi just wrapped up a great interview with Dwayne Washington. Super fun guy. Super glad he came on. Great job setting that up, man.
4: Hey, Dwayne was a lot of fun. I thought he really led us kind of inside as to – who he is as a person even off the court. I love fishing myself but you know my personal record catches they're they're very small so I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of Dwayne who's (laughs) probably caught some of the bigger ones but man this guy can shoot and I'm very excited to know just like you said earlier that with him on the two-way deal we expect to see more of Dwayne Washington in the future.
1: Absolutely I mean I think I think you can sign up to two two two-way deals so We'll at least probably see him in a Pacers uniform, whether it's with the Mad Ants or with the Pacers on that squad. For at least two seasons, I'm hoping that he can make it. We're going to have some open roster spots in two years, probably when a lot of these guys that are are on the roster now become free agents. So I think that there could be a way to create that space for him, especially if he can continue to develop his game. We know he's a good shooter, a little bit streaky in summer league, and that's kind of how his college career was. He'd have games like we saw that first one against, I forget who they played the first night, though. I think it was a Knicks. Knicks when he went off, yep. right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. he went off for like eight of nine, like you said, flash, like just unbelievable, and then there were some other games where he maybe not shot the ball as well, and I think that that's the law of averages, right? So um, I'm excited to see him, though. I-, I think there's other ways he can improve his game. He's a young player. He's got plenty of time to grow, and we're excited to see that, and he was super humble and grateful to be on the podcast, so that always makes you feel better. Give – Pacer fans, an opportunity to get to know him better. That was what he really wanted by coming on. So, major props to Dwayne Washington Jr.
4: Yeah, you know, I didn't want to stir the pot or, or uh, start some beef between him and Kiefer Sykes, but man, it's going to be a battle. Uh, and those oh, two, you were they, trying, you were trying. I, you know, I just threw a little water and saw if anything was going to grow or not. But at the same <laughs> point, those two, they can really shoot the ball. So, I, I think that training camp is going to be a very interesting one. You know, that that third point guard spot, it's up for grabs right now, and I do feel like those two guys are going to be in strong consideration.
1: Yeah, and, and the guy they signed on Monday, I believe, as well. Right? Was it was it Monday
4: when they signed? It was Monday, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what was his name again? Uh, Dejan Giroux.
1: That's right. I always forget how to say his name, so that's why I didn't want to butcher it, and that's why I'm going to let you do it from now on because I always mess it up. But anyway, Dejan Giroux, there we go, Fachi. He is going to be – at Pacers training camp as well, competing for that third point guard spot. But we'll see what happens. I put a tweet out today, Fauci. Who do the, who do you think the Pacers should build around as, in quotations, the guy? I listed Karis LeVert, TJ Warren, Domas Sabonis, or other as the options. And as of right now, 514 votes are in. 50% of the listeners have said Karis LeVert Fauci. Would you agree with the listeners? I was
4: one of them. I went with it. I picked Levert, you know, fresh off a of birthday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I, Well, uh, well, that would have been uh, the most minimal birthday gift you could ever give someone a simple vote on on a tweet. I thought to myself, you know what, Levert, he's really just scratching the surface. I really do think that if you let him handle the ball more, I think that he can make a lot of plays. I think we have not seen the best of Karis Levert. I am hoping 100% that TJ Warren returns. To what he was, it doesn't have to be how he was in the bubble, but it's like, can you just be vintage Warren? Mm-hmm. And then Sabonis, I think we've seen that Sabonis is a very good player, but you might not want everything to really go through him if you're trying to you know, win as many games as possible.
1: Yeah, I know. So here's how I see it. It's really hard because I don't think this question, to me, I don't think there is a guy on the roster, to be honest with you, as the guy. Out of yeah, the three present. names listed, I could see why you make a case for Karis Levert. I could see a case uh, why you make a case for Demonte Sabonis after having two all star appearances. Yep, and if TJ Warren can stay healthy, he plays a position that is one of the most important in the NBA. If he can con- continue to develop on defense, I think that he makes a strong case. I really don't think it should be a landslide for Karis as 50 percent. I think he might be the lead vote getter, clearly, by a lot of fans out of this group. but the reason I would probably vote other is because I feel like these are all B level players, and that's not to be, you know, knocking on them. But if I want to, you know, a guy that's an A level player like a Giannis, something like that. I mean, if I'm saying okay, Karis Silverto is my best player compared to the Bucks, who have a Giannis, or even somebody like, let's just say, the Miami Heat, who have a Jimmy Butler. Is Karis Lavert as good as those players? I don't know yet, Fachi. I don't know. I still think that there's potential for him to get better. But if you're not an A-level player, I don't know how you can be the guy.
4: Exactly. Look, we don't have a superstar. We have... The ability to have five guys that can get you near twenty a game—that's what we have. I mean, it's like it sounds why'd like you bro- say it like that? Because it's like we hear these same phrases all the time. We know what it is. We're we might be a tough out. No, we're tired of that. We want a superstar, but we don't have one yet. But yeah. you know what, Lavert. He's young enough where I feel like he's really coming into his prime. I think that he can get better. A healthy TJ Warren, I think he can get better. We saw Brogdon's Sabonis take their games to the next level in, in many different departments. I think that Miles Turner got better. This is a, a team that, you know, Brogdon summed them up as young veterans. And I think that they're entering a good point in their career where, you know, you can make an argument. All these guys might be entering their prime at the exact same time. And for that, I think that. That's how the Pacers are going to roll. Five guys deep that that any night it could be one of their nights, but it might not be the same guys night every night. Absolutely.
1: I think some I think some of the comments on here do kind of reflect what I was saying. All Robins, no Batmans, which I hate that terminology, but it is what it is. It's a good way to use it, I guess you could say, but you know, Sabonis might be the best player at the moment. I know Zach, Noble, our friend there did put that. But it, it's it's tough. So Anyway, we can go on that and talk about that another day. I was just curious to see what fans thought or who they would like. But the votes right now, the voting is not over. But right now, Karis LeVert, 50%. Domas, 34%. Other was 11. And TJ Warren came in with just 5%. So I was surprised to see Warren a little bit lower. But I think out of sight, out of mind, because he didn't play all of last season.
4: Exactly. How quick everyone could be to forget. You know, all it'll take is TJ Warren on night one, dropping 25, to be like, Whoa. You know, this, he's back. If this you
1: know? was post-Bubble, he would be leading the votes right now.
4: No doubt. So I really hope we get to see, you know, the return of Bubble Warren just on a nightly basis because, man, that was such a fun time. But just to go back to a comment that you made before, a team full of robins sounds horrible i mean oh <laughs> my god that Rockin is, Robin, a, that baby. <laughs> is such a backhanded compliment because usually a robin like hey he, he's your, your your sidekick you're that it just sounds like you're so below the top option but these are guys that can flat out play good basketball and i'm excited to see what we have this year so yeah we don't have a batman but you know what not every team does
1: no they don't but i think we can be competitive. And Rick Carlisle might be our Batman coach. So let's just put it there. Fachi, we'll end this conversation and we'll wrap it up. Where can the people find us on social media?
4: You can find us on Twitter at SettingThePace3. You can find Alex on Twitter at NBA. You can find me on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. And you can find us on Instagram at Pacers Talk.
1: You know, I got to break you out of your ritual of doing that because we have a Facebook page too. Don't forget about do. that, and we, we all... have a
4: and we and we have a TikTok at what? I don't know. I can't well, remember at, it. At setting the pace, it's that easy. Okay, well that is easy, and I'll incorporate that next time. But I know yes. if I if I start going down the list, I got about six or seven shout outs <laughs> towards the end. The long list.
1: It is. I just laugh. I, I'll I'll be there to help you out and assist you, like we always do for each other. But if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on. Apple podcast yes they've gotten rid of subscriptions it's now following the show want to thank everybody that's given us a rating and review we have reached 100 reviews so positive or negative thank you so much for giving us feedback we want to make this show better for you Fachi, if you are a fan of Dwayne Washington Jr. and hope that you get to see him in a Pacers uniform for at least a few games a season say these three words
4: let's go Pacers
0: After pushing the Bulls to seven games in last year's Eastern Conference Finals, the Pacers have returned as a battle-tested team. Now, one of Indiana's most vocal leaders is 12-year veteran Mark Mainman Action Jackson. Here comes Jackson. Straight up the middle, the lot to the rack, and Taylor it in. Now it's
2: two-on-one, Jackson Miller. How about that? Oh, man, open, open, open. Hey, hey, hey. a hey, good finish, Mark. Peace. A true leader is an extension of the coach on the floor. When you're the point guard and a leader, you have to put the ball in the right hands. You have to call the right plays. And when you have the cast that I have of guys that can flat out play the game and finish, it makes my job so easy. While everybody else is at home, finish practice, relaxing in their bed, the turtle sneaks up on the rabbits, and that's me. I don't have the, the gift of speed, uh... A lot of other things, athletic ability as, as much as other guys, but one thing I do have is the ability to see the floor. Oh, what a pass by Jackson. Oh, oh
5: yeah. What a great pass for Mark Jackson.
2: You always have to be ready because if you're not, you know, the ball might hit you in the head. Oh, me, oh my. Mark Jackson right down the throat. Guys, fifth all time assist, man. That's, that's incredible. Now the Bucks come back with a chance to tie or get with it too, and Jackson put this puck. Oh, the Reggie. And we get a look at the Jackson jiggle. While I'm on the floor for those 48 minutes, I'm having a ball. I'm having a great time, and, and doing the Jackson jiggle and, and yelling and screaming and doing different things. It's just my way of showing my enthusiasm for the game, my love for the game, and uh, how much I appreciate being in the position I'm in. I've been on a bunch of teams, but no team I've ever been on has been as close as this basketball team. Action Jackson, look at it. The way that this team works, the camaraderie that this team has, it's no accident that when you step on the floor, you're all one.
4: Antonio boards to Jalen, open floor with Jackson. He's in the lane, he leaves it for the trailer and the base fella slams it. The
2: Pacers right now look great. When I think about the opportunity to win a championship,